Welcome to the Risk and Repeat podcast, episode number 196. I'm Rob Wright, Security News Director at Tech Target, and I am here with security news writer Alex Kalafi. Alex, welcome. Hey, Rob. How are you doing? I'm good. Um, another week, another <laughs> pone, as, mm. as you would say. <laughs> yes. Yes. Bit of a busy week. Busier week this, uh, this week than uh, I think we had been used to recently yeah uh we have a lot to discuss we are going to be talking about rackspace rackspace is currently investigating a major security incident and we will go into the specifics about how this unfolded but we now know that rackspace was uh hit with a ransomware attack Mm-hmm. A lot of details and a lot of uh, questions remain unanswered or unclear. Uh, we're going to go through what we know and how this unfolded. Alex, you wrote our two stories about this, so you're acutely aware sure. of of uh, the goings-on here. But it's worth discussing because, again, not just because of what we don't know and what could be going on, but even if we just sort of look at what we know and what's been confirmed so far by Rackspace. This is a, this is a pretty tough situation for a company like Rackspace. We have been discussing for, it feels like for years, I mean, in advance of your arrival here at tech target, Alex, there have always mm-hmm. been questions about, you know, what would happen if a major cloud provider was breached and or hit with a ransomware attack and um you know maybe had data stolen maybe uh, you know clients were breached as a result we've sort of danced around that topic and that big question um and touched on it a little bit here and there with different um types of attacks and security incidents involving a managed service provider or hosting but like a big cloud provider with a lot of sensitive data, I don't think we've had a situation where this is that that question and that issue has been pushed to the center stage. And I feel like now it's it's at least a, a strong possibility here. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's worth discussing how that might impact the company and how it might impact security overall, because this this is not a good situation. And so let's let's dial this back. So. If I have this right, Alex, the situation mm-hmm. started to unfold on Friday, and I should say we're recording this on the 8th of December, Thursday, uh, about midday. But so about a week ago on Friday, if I have that right, started to... Um, yep. It was around last Friday, and then uh, where they said that they were having some outages with some of their services, particularly their mail service, um, just to clarify rackspace is a public company they uh focus on cloud deployment for uh a lot of companies that don't want to sort of either set up their own on-premise exchange servers or they don't want to stand up a whole cloud infrastructure rackspace is sort of the in-between they're one of the larger companies in the space and um last friday uh or late last week they said that they were experiencing outages with some of their services notably their mail service Um, on Saturday. They said it was due to a security incident. And um, a few days later, 
they said uh like earlier this week they said that it was a ransomware attack in fact um but they did not say who the threat actor was what kind of vulnerability was exploited um or pretty much anything other than the fact that there were going to be significant outages because of it, that there was an ongoing investigation, mm. um, that they've engaged a leading cyber defense firm, which I'm sure they did, but that's what everyone says, mm-hmm. um, to work alongside the internal company team. Uh, their other products and services are fully functional, and uh, basically, this has been so catastrophic for them and their customers and the outage has been so extended that the immediate solution Rackspace jumped to probably not incorrectly was Mm. to take all of their customers who are utilizing these uh, outaged services Mm -hmm. and moving them to a no additional cost Microsoft 365 uh, subscription. Um, And what's one of the interesting things about this is that even though we don't know what vulnerabilities are impacting this it's eligible for all if any to be sure it being based on premise means that it's eligible for all the proxies the proxy log on the proxy shell proxy not shell (laughs) yeah Yeah. um but yeah that's sort of the and there's been updates throughout the week but we're kind of still here other than a few additional details yes it's it's worth noting um that you know, a lot of companies offer Exchange, Microsoft Exchange servers um, or server uh, services, basically turning Exchange into a cloud service. Um, but I, th- I think you know, I'm not looking at current market share data for something like this. I don't even know if that exists for something specific like hosted Exchange. But Rackspace's hosted Exchange offering, I think, is if not the biggest, it's it's one of the biggest in in this specific uh, specific niche space. It's very well known, um, and Rackspace is a very well known cloud provider. I mean, they 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 were in on cloud very early on, um, and this for for this to happen to their one of their I, I guess most well known or or core offerings is uh, it's not good. Um, so I want to circle back to the proxy vulnerabilities later, because it, like we have said, there is no indication they're still investigating. There's no indication that a vulnerability was exploited. Um, but it's something to discuss just because of the number of attacks on the exchange, the whole exchange, um, attack surface has just been changed over the last couple of years with these proxy vulnerabilities. Uh, and it wouldn't, I don't think it would surprise anybody if that was um, at play here, just because of the sheer number of attacks and, and threat activity around those vulnerabilities. Um, but so, so the ransomware thing, mm-hmm. Were you surprised that it was ransomware? I mean, that was kind of, I feel like that was the popular sort of um, um, theory because yeah. just because of the connectivity issues and, and it's like, okay, we, we, we're having connectivity issues. Uh, we're having um, problems with the hosted exchange service. 
you know, throughout, I, I guess, late Friday or early Friday morning and then through the following day. So it just seemed like that was, you know, if there was going to be a, 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 a culprit for the attack, for the disruption, you know, ransomware seemed like a, um, um, a strong possibility there. What did you feel? I think we talked about this on Slack when this all happened. And, mm-hmm. and I think one of the things I said, and, and I feel validated in saying it, is that the word security incident, mm-hmm. even though it can mean, you know, maybe there was a data exposure and they're trying to figure out, maybe there was some weird destructive malware attack. Right. It can technically mean a few dozen things. But in reality, when a company says there's been a security incident, especially in the last few years, that usually seems to mean ransomware. Yeah. So I'm not surprised. I, I think that if um, if there was an exploited vulnerability, it, it could have been that they detected access mm-hmm. and there hadn't been an attack yet. That would have been uh a valid uh, use of the phrase security incident, but mm-hmm. ransomware, it felt like it was always going to be ransomware and, and it, yeah. because it usually is right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you, you never know with something like a major cloud provider. I feel like if something, if there's going to be a major attack, I don't know. Um, my mind sort of instinctively goes to uh, nation state, you know, cyber espionage, somebody trying to get in because the telecoms and cloud providers, there are attacks and attempted attacks all the time. And I think what nation state attackers are usually after in those cases is, is access information, data, being able to, you know, establish long-term persistent access to those platforms to suck up whatever intelligence they can gather. Um, but yeah, like I said, with the, with the, you know, the, the status update page, just those first, you know, six or so entries, it's just like, okay, it's like all hands on deck, uh, on deck, we're, we're investigating connectivity and login issues, uh, the service has been disrupted, et cetera, et cetera. And it's just like, well, this doesn't, I mean, this, this has the hallmarks of a ransomware attack. So, um, and I guess, you know, for me, that's kind of, I don't want to say it's worse or it's the least worst case scenario it's the least bad but um you know it's tough to see or tough to say right now um how bad or 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 how not bad the situation is for them just because we don't know if user data was was stolen viewed exfiltrated if it's going to be put up on on a, a dark website on a ransomware group leak site we don't know any of that yet um but, uh, you know, obviously we'll see. I did want to ask you about the, the migration thing because you touched on that. So they said that they, I think it was Monday night, they had already moved, you know, thousands of customers. They said you had, had noticed some, some reports, uh, anonymous reports and not so anonymous reports of, of various people being frustrated with the situation and, and um, uh, talking about some, some pretty... Um, long uh uh call uh wait times 
Uh, I think Rackspace, Rackspace said officially the call hold times uh, earlier this week were two to three hours, and they encouraged the customers to call back, uh, use the callback feature. Um, so like, you know, just dial in and say, hey, I need help. And hopefully somebody calls you back. Uh, yeah, let, let's let's talk about that, because <laughs> some, something I've learned in the last couple of years is that when a SaaS company gets breached, the first thing to do when writing a story is to well, after you sort of reach out for comment, whatever, right. is you go to either the user groups that exist officially or unofficially on the uh, the vendor's website and see what they're saying. Or, and you go to Reddit to look up the breach and see what people are saying. Yes. I didn't find user groups. Doesn't mean they don't exist, but I didn't yep. find them. Uh, so I went to Reddit and on the sysadm admin subreddit and the, um, there is a rack space subreddit that's much smaller. There was a lot, a lot, a lot of feedback all from anonymous avatars. It, who knows what's real? Who knows what's not real? Sure. Could be a, a targeted smear campaign with uh, thousands of consistent, dozens of consistent stories. I don't could know. Be, could be bots. Could be bots. Alex, you never know. You know, bot with, activity. Uh, definitely with, a concern these days. With so. well-written paragraphs. <laughs> And, and never... technical no 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 i, I it's it's um i because i'm just joking a little bit because one of the things we were talking about is how like yes this stuff seems to be legit but you can't exactly source it unless you can prove the person's identity so we sort of are a little more conservative when we put it into a written story that people are yeah. just going to stumble upon but we have the context of a podcast so uh there were a lot of threads about this there yeah. were uh, people saying that they had wait times six hours, ten hours, three hours, four hours. There were stories that people who weren't on customer support were mm -hmm. getting pulled into customer support. Like someone said that they talked to a Linux developer who told them that there was a queue of 2,000 uh, Rackspace customers. Um, there was a lot of swearing. There was a lot of trash talk about Rackspace, which mm -hmm. is neither here nor there could be people who are frustrated because their businesses are impacted. Yeah. Um, although like it's, it's, uh, but, but there was a lot of that. And um, one of the things that was even more surprising to me is that users, alleged users were giving other users um, advice on how to recover from this themselves yeah. and how to migrate themselves because they didn't feel Rackspace was able to help them in time. So um, when you just see what Rackspace is saying and it's like, oh, they're they're being fairly transparent uh, mm. They're uh, Well, I'm based on when we initial saw initial reports. I sure. feel a little different now. Yeah. Um, it's like, OK, they're giving people three, six, five. They're they're taking this seriously. Um, it seems like it's going to be costly and it's awful, but they're doing their best. But then you go to Reddit and it's like, I, it's not that I think Rackspace is strictly incompetent or negligent or malicious. Um, nothing like that. But there are a lot of people who are apparently paying for Rackspace services who feel like Rackspace is fumbling the ball somewhat on this. Yeah. 
and it's worth noting this is this is before your time but you know rackspace was um well known in the early days you know 10 years ago 10 more than 10 years ago for what they called what they sort of um branded as their quote-unquote fanatical support uh, one thing that they really tried to build up and and um you know market was this idea that their support staff was was truly uh dedicated and and singularly focused on on giving the customer everything that they needed i mean within mm-hmm. reason of course can't like show up at a customer's doorstep with uh unicorns and and you know whatever sure. unicorns and show ponies and wh- whatever <laughs> um but yeah it, it's so I don't, I look at this situation and I say, if a company like this that has, and I know that, that Rackspace has changed a lot over the years, but if a company like this that has really and truly tried to um, build that sort of idea of fanatical support into their culture, if they're struggling this much, and if they if they are at, very early on, arrived at the point where they're we need to start moving our customers to Microsoft 365 because we can't work like that is that shows you how bad the situation must be over there from a technical perspective, how, how significant the attack must have been on that hosted exchange environment where they really don't have any sort of path to bringing it back online. Um, in 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 the in the short term, in short term, you can define any way you want. But like, we're nearly a week into this, and you know, it's not back up. And they're moving; they're actively migrating customers to a different offering. I mean, that's that. Those are the facts. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for like I said, for a company like that, that you know, fanatical support, all that to be in this situation and to be struggling with it. Um, I think is a real indication, not that they don't care about the customer, not that they are, are sort of um, falling short of their duties, but just, I, I think it's more likely that, it, that the attack was just so devastating and disruptive that they're, they're being pushed to the brink. Um, so could be wrong. Yeah. Could be wrong. Uh, and, and if I can add, yeah. like, I understand that the, discussion around getting hit with a cyber attack uh getting hit with ransomware is Mm. changing and people are being a little more forgiving than they probably were some years ago if you're transparent and you do your best to get yourself up uh as fast as possible sure Mm. people will be mad but uh, i think the general tone is at least a little more understanding than it was some years ago but when you're a company where your entire job is to make it so your customers don't have to have headaches figuring stuff out. Yeah. And the cyber attack <laughs> ends up really giving all of them a headache. Yeah. Yeah. All at once. I um I I of course wish them the best in, in sort of standing yeah, for stuff sure, up again. For sure. But there's a question you kind of have to ask where it's like, they're a public company. Uh, what is, 
how bad is this going to have, like how long-term and severe is the business impact from this specific attack going to be when thousands of their thousands of customers are, are, are affected yeah. by this. Well, cause I mean, cause they're, 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 they're a big company, but they're like what? Two, 3 billion market, uh, or uh, revenue. I'd I, have I, to look it up, but I, yeah, but it's, it's, they're not a giant giant. They're big, but not giant giant. Right. Right. Um, so th- when they say thousands of customers are impacted by something, that's a lot of their customers. I'm guessing customers. a lot. Um, and you, we should know you wrote about this in your follow-up story, but their announcement Tuesday morning about this being a ransomware attack, they included something that really caught my eye. And that was the, the just, this is really unusual just to bring up in a, in a press release about a cyber attack to already start talking about the material financial impact that that attack might have mm-hmm. that really that's unusual at, at least in my experience um what did they say uh it may continue to cause an interruption uh in its hosted exchange business and may result in a loss of revenue for the hosted exchange business which generates approximately approximately 30 million annual revenue in the apps and cross-platform segment in addition Rackspace may have incremental costs associated with response to this incident. So all stuff that is obvious and that you know is probably the case is going to be the case. Mm -hmm. Anybody that has a cyber attack, especially ransomware attack, is probably going to take a a hit from loss of revenue, disruption to business, um, and then the costs associated with uh, response and cleanup and all that. It's probably going to be significant. It's just, it struck me that they're already sort of bringing that up in a statement about the attack at this stage. Um, that really stood out to me. So if, if I can, if I can just jump back super yeah. quick, I, I yeah. did look up Rackspace's stock just because I was curious what's going yeah, on. Um, their market cap, 718 million, and they went from 485 uh, share price December second to three forty yeah. as of a minute ago, um, yeah. which is thirty percent in the last five days. It's not um, great, and we should we should for the record we should say the three forty is not three hundred and forty. It's three dollars and oh and yes 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 yeah forty two cents. Yep, it's not great. Um, mm-hmm. Let's talk about big picture going forward, and I want to. I want to circle back to the status update page for this incident. Uh, incident. Um, yesterday, around midday, they put out, Rackspace put out kind of a weird mm-hmm. FAQ that was not labeled an FAQ, but it was in the status update, which is usually just like technical updates. But this one was an FAQ that just started with a series of questions. Was this ransomware? Yes. How did the ransomware attack happen? The investigation is ongoing and will take time to complete, yada, yada, yada. Now, I brought this up to you uh, previously, but 
the one thing that really stuck uh, stood out to me in this was, and this has been flagged by other journalists, I'm not breaking any news here. They included the question, did you pay the ransom? And the response is, our investigation into the incident is ongoing and will take time to complete to ensure the integrity of the ongoing investigation. We do not have additional details to share at this time. Okay, we need to unpack this a little. Yeah. Why did they include that question if they're going to have that response? Yeah, it's it's so strange because the question, did you pay a ransom? isn't something they actually need to immediately answer to their customers. Like that's, it's a question that need that should be answered, but sure, it's not a yeah. question that on the status page for customers is a priority that they need to say something immediately or it's bad news. Right. Um, like it's fair. Like it's kind of assumed that there's an ongoing investigation and that they would probably disclose if they paid at a later date, if they do at all, they're a public company, so maybe they will. But right. uh, anyways, our investigation, as you said, into the incident is ongoing and to ensure the integrity of the ongoing investigation, like what integrity are they upkeeping by right. not telling us if they paid the ransom? Like I was telling you right. beforehand, there's no court jury here like it's not yeah it's not that bias is a concern so it's just it's very silly the idea that they would include this question at all when they there's a lot of pressure put to them but they don't need to answer it right now right (laughs) why did they implicate them so colonel jessup did you pay the ransom i'm like why why would you include that so listen there's, did you get the Colonel Jessup re- reference? By the way, you haven't seen a few good men, have you? Oh, I've seen Alex. twelve. I've, I've seen twelve angry 12 men. Twelve angry men is a classic. <laughs> you need to see. You also need to see a few good men. Another great okay. courtroom drama. Anyway, so here's the thing. There's, there's, there was a time when I and I think probably a lot of other reporters and journalists considered a non-answer to the did you pay a ransom to be a tacit admission that yes they paid the ransom Mm -hmm. because if you didn't pay the ransom you should just say no we didn't pay the ransom um i think and and that was at a time when a lot of ransomware groups revil others maze were like if you don't pay us in 48 hours we're going live with your data um that it, it seems like the the timeline for a lot of these ransomware attacks and and data leaks and and public shaming is significantly changed. It's something that we may probably cover and talk about uh, at a later date um, because it's really interesting. There are some attacks that happen, and then you you see a hive or a vice society, you know, um, several days later, kind of demand a ransom or or whatever maybe weeks in some cases um so there's a chance there's a chance that rackspace did not receive a ransom at all mm-hmm. that they that the disruption started they shut down the hosted exchange environment maybe they didn't get um maybe they limited the the spread of the ransomware and they were able to um I cut it off before it, it fully encrypted the entire hosted exchange environment or data center or whatever. And maybe they didn't get a ransom. No, I, I don't know. Um, or maybe 
they haven't received a ransom note yet and they're keeping their options open. Maybe, maybe that, I, that could be a big one because, you know, they're still investigating the, you know, whether data was accessed or stolen. Um, so, so it's entirely possible that they are, are just waiting. They're in wait and see mode, which fine. Mm-hmm. But then why'd you include the question? Why, why do that? Cause it makes it look like you paid. It really does. Yeah. I didn't think they had to immediately answer until I saw them actively not answer. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, I always think about this stuff. I, I just, whenever well, I see it. Sure. Answer, yeah. But, but yeah. You know, I, I think the question that we asked Rackspace up front was, did you receive a ransom demand? Um, and I don't think they answered that directly to you. Mm-mm. Yeah. So no, it was we got a few uh, comments from them. Yep. We got one. They they sent. We we basically got nothing from them. Yeah. yeah but yeah. we don't been. <laughs> no, but we've been. Um, but it's just. I've been asking them questions, yep. and instead of answering my questions, they've just been sending me updates yeah which as if it's like as if they're like a pr person sending me the newest report from a vendor like they're sending me the new information of them mostly saying the same thing and not not so that that's why i'm laughing is it's been a it's been a little silly and frustrating we're like they were kind of transparent up front but after that sort of secondary batch of information about the fact that it was the nature, the nature of the attack was ransomware, which they did tell us via press release, which was pretty interesting. Um, We kind of didn't, we kind of haven't gotten any real new information since then. No, Um, no. it's just been a very awkward, strange breach response all around. Yeah. And I, I get these things are hard. I mean, sure. I, I, I'm, I have said this before. I'm fascinated by incident response. I know that a lot of companies, you know, they have incident response plans, but they're not always put to the test. And this can be an incredibly stressful mm-hmm. situation, especially when you are trying to gain visibility into who, what, when, where, and why. And you might have limited log data. A lot of organizations don't keep log data past like you know, 60 days, maybe 90 days, who knows? I'm, I don't know what Rackspace has or has not done in that regard. Um, but this is a lot, this is, this is, this is big. And for them to, you know, you don't want to come out with incorrect information. Uh, so I, I, I give them the benefit of the doubt in terms of not being able to answer a lot of the questions about specific you know, issues or details that we are, are cluing in on because they're big questions. Did you, did you receive a ransom? Did you pay a ransom? Did the attackers get data? Has anyone threatened who, what, you know, do you have any sense of who it was? I listen, that stuff I think is going to come out eventually, but here's mm-hmm. the question. What does this do to rack space? Uh, the whole point of having a hosted exchange service and offering it to customers is to tell customers you don't need to manage your exchange service. We'll do it for you. We'll turn it into a cloud service. 
we'll deliver it to you. We'll handle all the backend stuff. We'll deal with all the headaches. We'll deal with the, the security. That didn't happen here. Now, we don't know how bad the situation is. Again, it could be a situation where a ransomware attack started. Maybe the threat actors couldn't get into the inboxes of, of or, or, or you know the, the data of various exchange installations for, for customers. And uh, maybe only, only a limited portion of, of the environment was encrypted. And, and, you know, if that's the case, then that's good. Then they, re maybe they reacted in a way that limited the damage and prevented things from really going sideways. Who knows? Mm -hmm. um, but Alex. Yes. If they, if the bad guys got sensitive data, this is, this is catastrophic. Correct. The 30% stock loss will grow a lot larger, I'm guessing, if it if it comes out that uh customer data is has been uh effectively stolen. Yes. It's it is that is about as bad for a cloud provider uh, like Rackspace, a bad as bad a scenario as you can imagine. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm not sure they'll be able to recover from it, quite frankly. Or at least their host exchange. But I mean, listen, their hosted exchange, they're migrating people off of it to Office, to Microsoft 365. What are they going to do? Like, is the plan to migrate them back? I, right. I, are they I, just I, getting out of the game permanently well, and not saying it? <laughs> I, I know it's temporary. I know they said it's, but like, that's going to be a huge undertaking. And I know they have contracts and I know they have, I, I get it. I, I understand, but like, who knows how long this is going to take and who knows what the ultimate verdict is going to be on this incident with how far it goes, how, how it impacted customers directly and whether or not the threat actors got data. Mm -hmm. Again, if they got data. This is, catastrophic for Rackspace with a capital C. Yep. This is is just arguably the worst case uh scenario unless the uh the data got leaked on the dark web in which case it's an even worse situation. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, so going back to, you know, did you did you pay the ransom? No one's asking that question. You're right. I mean, there's not a lot of people asking that question. But there are people on Twitter who are like, again, some are Twitter eggs or they could be bots. Who knows if they're real customers basically saying pay the ransom. You know, I saw several comments there. It was like, if, if someone has my data, just pay the ransom. I was like, yeah, it's not your decision totally. But like, and also who knows how much they're asking for, uh, how much they're asking for in terms of a ransom. Um, it's just, it's. It's a bad situation, and uh, I don't know what the path is forward for them to. If it's if it's not a situation where they can just sort of say, "Hey, we contained it. There was there was no data exfiltrated. We are confident of that. We're going to bring everything back online, and we're going to migrate customers back." Um, I think anything short of that is really going to put their hosted exchange business in in like serious jeopardy 
you you do make a great point about the uh, maybe they felt pressured to say it because there are customers who are asking it for good yeah. reasons. Because like when when I sent them an email, I of course asked if they paid the ransom, but that that's from a reporter's perspective. Yeah, sure. And I guess I was like why are they telling us this now? And it's still a very strange answer, even with that new context. But, uh, I guess that makes a little more sense why they felt pressured to even give a non answer. Yeah, it's, I don't know that I would have done that. I'm not in crisis management, but just as a journalist, I'm, I'm sure it just invites a lot of additional questions and, and scrutiny that I, I don't think they really, wanted to deal with and um i mean i guess they deserve credit for putting it putting in a question that they knew a lot of people probably are asking or wondering about but i just don't know what it does for them um so you know again we're recording this on the 8th of december it'll have been a week tomorrow since this first started to unfold you know, I don't know what major updates will be coming in the next couple of days, if any. Uh, but this is this is uh, as about a bad uh, a cyber attack that we've seen um, probably this year uh, so far. At least the indications are. Um, again. There could be one of those situations where it's like, oh, well, well, you know, we we shut everything down and that's why I mean, they did say that they said they preemptively took the hosted exchange environment offline completely. But we still don't know, like, how much the environment was affected Mm -hmm. before the, uh, you know, the, the realization that it was a cyber incident and that they needed to take everything offline. Um, So it's. It's I, you know, I sympathize with the guys at Rackspace right now because I, I, again, just having talked with people in incident response and people that have, you know, enterprise security teams that have gone through an attack, um, maybe not a ransomware attack of this scale, but a, a breach or something. This is just enormously stressful and it's, it's coming at a terrible time in the year for them. Um, and I, I, before we wrap up, let me ask you, Alex, do you, let, let's say no data was taken, but let's say we find out one of their exchange deployments um, or their exchange installations was not patched for one of the proxy vulnerabilities. What do you think that does to the equation? Do you, do you think it's like, it's not worst case scenario, obviously, but like, is that going to damage them? Is that going to damage Rackspace in a way that they feel like, oh man, customers are just going to be like, I can't believe you didn't pay. I can't believe you let something like this fall through the crack. We're never dealing with you again. I think so. Obviously like we don't, we're not fully tuned in to the customer body mm-hmm. of uh Rackspace, but I do think, I think that'll happen in the most tuned in cases. I think regardless of what happens, I think the most tuned in customers who are keeping a close eye on this and um, originally got into rack space and and worked with them for whatever price to quality, whatever. Um, 
and they're seeing all this happen and they're they're seeing the vulnerability stuff happen and they're like i don't like this i think plenty of customers will peel off if they're tuned in i think if it's just an unpatched vulnerability and if it's not proxy not log on or yeah. proxy not shell the one the one from like the last few months proxy that's not, a yeah. that that's that one's <laughs> so a little it's a little more it's not good but it's not as bad as if proxy right. logon was just unpatched yeah. forever because it's more recent so but i but i think whatever percentage of their customer body that let's say is forgiving and their date they find out their data wasn't stolen and it was just a bad time maybe they won't peel off but i i th- i i think it, i think it uh it kind of depends mm. on on a few different factors I, I think maybe the most security conscious or or, or aware customers yeah. might have some serious reservations, but I got to be honest with you. This is my hot take for the day, Alex. I don't think it matters. <laughs> I, I hate saying that. I, I think people are just like, I, in general, are just like, so like everybody knows that patching is important, but nobody really prioritizes it. And everybody knows that everyone else slips up on patches and doesn't do it promptly. And it's really hard. And people cut slack. People cut each other slack over it. And I don't know that it's it's going to matter all that much. You're right. If it's like proxy log on, it's like, how, how did you not patch this? series of zero day vulnerabilities that were under attack by nation state like that's not a great look but if it's one of the more recent ones and it's just like one or two installations or or maybe a a series of servers and data center somewhere that just for whatever reason the patches didn't weren't applied right or that slipped through the cracks maybe um but I think the real key is not whether this is one of the proxy vulnerabilities. It's whether whether customer data was stolen. If customer data was stolen. This is, like I said, it's catastrophic. If it's proxy related, I can see a way out for them. I can see a way for them to recover and and just sort of say, you know, hey, we messed up, guys. You know, maybe right. the FTC will have some questions about it. Um, you know, how did you not? patch this vulnerability you know same way they had questions for Equifax you know when Equifax was like yeah we knew about the um you know the Apache struts uh, vulnerability and we patched it but we missed this one area and we shouldn't have and it was a, a, an asset that we weren't properly tracking yada 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 mm-hmm. um, so we'll see we'll see but this is I'm curious to see what they update next on this uh, status page. Um, yep. I'm eagerly awaiting uh, the next installment of this um, this situation. So, and again, I, I like this is not to make light of it. I wish those guys the best. I do. Of course. Um, I hope that Same they way. and their customers are uh, uh, get out of this in one piece. So, fingers crossed for them. But uh, yeah, not good. Not good. Yep. Well, Alex, I appreciate you spending uh, quite a bit of time talking about Rackspace, uh, Rackspace's ransomware attack, and uh, all the questions we had about this. So, um, appreciate it. Appreciate you, Rob. And thank you to the readers and listeners of Search Security and Tech Target Editorial. I'm Rob Wright, and we will see you next time. <laughs>